We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. disappointing superhero ever <laughs> he just french fry ejaculates dick. french fries like waiting for batman and french fry dick comes flying <laughs> when you say french fry dick you would assume just like small limp no greasy dick <laughs> no he shoots full fries out of his dick Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Holy, Holy Hour. Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. And I just had a full meltdown trying to do this intro. <laughs> it's getting worse and worse. You would think it'd be getting easier for me. It's not. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta change it up. We gotta switch it up. Yeah. We have to keep it fresh. Funky fresh so for the, the listeners. Fresh and so clean. I was yeah. talking today on um, TikTok Live because I was like, I have to go. I'm about to go record the podcast. And then I just <laughs> ranted about how organized you are with like making notes before the episodes now. <laughs> I'm like, because I'm so used to coming over here and being like, what do you want to talk about today? You know, or like texting before it on the way over or just like thinking. But you're like, I come over, you like open up your notebook. You're like, we have some topics. Like she's so organized now. I freaking love it, which is good because. Amelia got me my notebook that I use to take little notes. It says Liz on it. I really like the font that she used on that cover. I like it too. I was wondering if you wrote it. No, God, I could never. Did you get it from Etsy? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I get. Yeah try to get everything from Etsy now. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know what is like the most tinfoil hat thing you believe? Oh, I love this question. Um, I've talked about it before. Like, I know that I have more answers Amelia than this, but the, a flat earther. the first time, yeah, we actually haven't been to the moon. No, I'm just kidding. We have. We went to the moon in, in 1969. 1969. Is that even Stevens? Yes. <laughs> Revealing my age. <laughs> that was a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, I am 100% convinced that we live in a simulation and I'm just like waiting to get deleted, you know, because like I feel like I know too much. Um, Outside of that, I feel like I like I'm pretty mild in my beliefs about things because I like love science and scientists and we should listen to doctors and not Donald Trump. Who? (laughs) Yeah. Haven't heard that name in years. (laughs) Um. But I, I don't I don't know. What's your answer? Because I'll probably think of something when I hear yours. Um, I like I'm not really a conspiracy theorist. It's more of like just 
thing. I don't know. Weird, like unexplainable things. Um, I love the idea of aliens. I used to be terrified of the idea of aliens, but now I'm like, please come get me. Yeah, I know. Beam me up, daddy. Can we go? <laughs> I'm done. Right. I called I called you from my Uber app like six years ago. I'm still waiting. Yeah. I'm, I'm like ready to get off Earth. Sending out signals from my brain. Please come get me. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Seriously. You know what I think about all the time? This could really be a whole discourse. We should have like a, like an offshoot ooh, episode ooh. about aliens. But um, we... Could, they could just be chilling here, but, like, we don't have the capacity to understand, like, senses that aren't ours. So, like, we just assume we would be able to see aliens or hear them, but, like, they probably have senses that, like, we don't even know exists. And that keeps me awake at night. And there's probably colors that we don't even know exist mm-hmm. on other planets, but our feeble little brains can't comprehend that as a reality at seriously Liz okay so I guess this is something this is one of my tinfoil things tinfoil hat things I think about this constantly but I don't know I've always thought about like I think if if there were aliens in the United States knew I mean there are aliens but if the if the United States knew about it Donald Trump would have spilled the beans the past four years he would have I feel like they would just not tell him do you think so? Yeah. You just kept it from him? Actually, you know, you're probably right. They probably had to, like, they rewrite the book. They just gave him that tiny desk, and they were like, just here's a stack hands. of papers for you to sign. And then they're just, like, made-up papers. And it's like... <laughs> Give him a crayon. Yeah, Go exactly. sit in the corner. <laughs> That's essentially what I felt like he probably did. Um, That's probably the case. And then uh, what I was going to say is... Uh, Oh, okay. I told you about the weird Uber driver I had once, right? I, and I think I had the same Uber driver. We talked yeah. about this on the past episode. Yes. And he, like, <laughs> I, I was, like, on a date. <laughs> and we were, like, on our way to wherever we were going. And um, we were, like, a little drunk. And I was, like, I said something about aliens and then, or, like, ghosts. And then my Uber driver was, like, ghosts, like, do exist. Um, They're, like, we just can't see them. Like they have lives and like everything around us, like in the same, like buildings and stuff. Like maybe they're walking around and like they can see and hear us, but we can't see or hear them. I've also heard that, um, ghosts are like not actually ghosts. Like, yeah, they're just like in a different dimension. Yeah. And then it's like interstellar shit. Yeah. (laughs) Or, um, they're stuck in a time loop. So it's like, poor thing. All, uh, so time is like a weird idea that I feel like more and more people have been exploring because COVID has made us realize like uh, the months fly by, but the days are like long, like how time happens and how we experience it are so different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that, like how you experience time. Um I think time is just also a concept like we don't know everything about. No, so. I mean, we can't comprehend it. Like, we're the only animals really that keep time. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And, like, it's like there's all these theories that it's on a plane and it doesn't actually exist. And there's like a million uh, infinite universes where different things have happened at the same time. It's just, it's listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson explain this made me feel like I had a PhD in it. <laughs> I was high. Ask me about time. Yeah. I know everything. I don't have any for you. Too <laughs> <laughs> uh, important listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> it's really interesting, but it's scary. It's scary. Yeah. I like to just um, pretend it's not happening. <laughs> that nothing's happening. Yeah. That this is just it. 
This um, is just how it is. I would say, so maybe two of the most like tinfoil type hat things I would believe in is um, your gut instinct. Um, if it's, since like time is maybe something that we don't fully grasp or understand, I was like, maybe your gut instinct is either your past or future self like warning you of something. I've actually heard that yeah. theory before. And then um, I also was like, I like technically I saw this TikTok where like your life now is accumulation of your decision making. Mm-hmm. So technically like you are in control of your fate a little bit. And I was like, that's actually kind of a good point. I feel like I've made a lot of decisions that have gotten me to where I am right now. 100%. So, and then there's also the argument like, well, a plane could fall out of the sky and kill you and like that wasn't your that wasn't your decision making, but you also made the decision to be where the plane ended up. So, like you're kind yeah. of still in control of it in some sense. But, I mean, I, I understand just, both arguments. I saw a post on Reddit um where like I think a scientist like was studying time travel and basically like concluded that even if you interfered with, so time travel existed, if you interfered with like your parents meeting or something, um, they would still eventually meet, which also implies the existence of fate. (laughs) And I was just like, what? Yeah. Your parents would still meet. I don't know. I think there's a lot of shit that we don't know. And also one time I was very high on shrooms and I was like, what if what we're experiencing right now that we are like calling life is just like the cocoon phase of like your soul's existence? Yeah. Like we're just letting our little souls develop in these meat suits. And then when you die is is the butterfly. This is some matrix shit. (laughs) They literally had like a cocoon that you would pop out of. I, yeah. I just think death is not all that we've like summed it up well you can't destroy energy and so like when people say like oh I still feel like his energy in this house when somebody dies that's because you can and like that's that's nuts to me and that feels like there's something more going on that like I don't think that we're ever going to completely understand death is such a weird thing because there are so many people that like I mean this could be bs but like people that aren't religious air quotes saying that they die and they see people like and then they get brought back to to life like they get like resuscitated and they come back and they're just like yeah like there was a tiktok trend of um can somebody like it was people were stitching with this video where this guy was like can somebody make death less scary for me and this girl was telling a story she that she was like she saw how it felt to die and it was really really peaceful and so you shouldn't be afraid of it and like she told this whole story and it's just I don't know. It really makes you think. And I'm not religious. Liz isn't religious. So, like, this isn't coming from, like, a religious perspective of, like, there's more. But there, ha- there has I've, to be. I definitely believe there's something bigger than, our like, what we can see and comprehend yeah. as humans. Mm-hmm. But, like, humans are flawed. Yeah. So, I just think that there's more that we, like, don't know yet. Yeah. Um, and I also think that... Uh, have you seen Surviving Death? Mm-mm. So it's a series on Netflix and it's new. And they just like explore so many different spectrums of death and like near death experiences. They talk to like psychics and stuff. And that's like you could take it or you could leave it. But it does not change the overall message of each episode of like 
um, tons of people telling their near death experiences, um, where like maybe they like died like prematurely and then they were resuscitated and they all essentially say the same thing of like, it's like, they feel like they're home. Mm -hmm. And when like whoever they meet when they die, um, is like, okay, like you have to go back. They're like, they don't want to. What? No. (laughs) Yeah. They're like very sad and that they have to go back and be a person. What the fuck? Yeah. They're like, it's not your time, but like we'll be here when you come back. (gasps) So I just got chills all over my body. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Um, and then they also explore like the scientific side of that. Like, um, because people could be like, oh, well, you just have, like, all of these synapses, like, firing off when you're dying, yeah. which is, like, not scientifically true. So um, they just, like, debunk a bunch of things scientifically, but they also explore things like mediums and stuff like that. There's this, um, oh, my God, what is the drug DMT? Mm. Like, cause your brain released, did they talk about DMT at all before I talk about this? Cause, okay. So like, I haven't gone through the whole series. Apparently your brain releases DMT when you die. And like, that's the like life flashing before your eyes. You like meet all of these people thing that people experience. This is like a theory. So when you take the drug DMT, you have that experience of like getting pulled through a hole. That's what they say. Um, and it gives you the experience of like what death would feel like, like, in a sense, because it rushes your brain with this drug. And mm-hmm. it's like a really short high, I guess. Maybe I've watched videos try. of people taking it. What'd you say? Maybe I should try <laughs> It seems intense. When people take it, like, they just, like, close their eyes and they just have, like, a little smile on their face. And then they come back, like, ten minutes later and they're like, what the fuck? Like, and there's just so much shit happening for that. You have to... There's this YouTube show, I'm sure I've talked about it on the podcast, called Drugs Lab. They oh, were yeah, Dutch. <gasps> oh, my God. They did DMT on it and it sounded phenomenal. And I'm not big into experimenting with drugs I just never have been not against it just never but watching them do this stuff the only drug that they hated was salvia that she had a full meltdown but everything else has been like very educational so I don't know I want to learn more about DMT just from like a death perspective of like what what's happening what will it feel like when I die yeah I don't know what do I owe time maybe that would make it less scary it might but it might make it more scary just like whenever I think about doing hallucinogens I'm like I know me and my anxiety levels and I would fly off the handlebars. I already know, but maybe if I go into that with that mindset, it would be worse. I don't know. I don't know. Time is a concept we don't fully understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, It's something we made up too, maybe. Yeah. Uh, And for why? Just to make sense of everything going on. I mean like farming. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we used to use sundials in in, um, preschool. We, like, learned how to read sundials and why sundials worked. And I was fucking fascinated that, like, they've just, like, built... As a kid, I was like, we have built everything that we know. I'm not in kids... In kid brain thoughts. We've built everything that we know around time about where the sun is. And, like, that's just to understand. Just to make it It's just to make, like, like, yeah, just construct... Yeah, the world like, to like understand it for how many days we've measured in a year like technically that's not right, right? yeah because there's like leap years like what did you see interstellar oh yeah so like how we use the sun to measure our time but then planets in our solar system experience time differently 
by the same measure of the sun, but then like, is it because of the sun? Like, is it because like, there's just so much shit that just like, I can't break through the barrier in my brain to make it make sense. Like, Mm -hmm. like why does time move slower in some places? Like why? Like I just, what is time? It gets me like, this is why I can't think about it because I go fucking crazy. Like I will read shit posts on the internet until like six in the morning when I start going down these rabbit holes because I'm just never going to understand it. I just can't, I just can't, my brain can't get there, but it wants to. Yeah. It's really bad. That's what I'm hoping happens when we die is that like everything makes sense and you're just like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get it. There it is. I feel like one of the Westworld just robots. All my questions answered. I'm like really, I feel like I'm starting to like wake up a yeah. little bit. Like, I think a lot of people feel that way in 2020 mm-hmm. after 2020 happened. That's so true. That's so true. And two, I don't know if anyone's into numerology, but four is the number of foundation building. So I would assume that it was just recreating all of our foundation building. Numerology combined oh, two, with two. Uh, mm-hmm. four. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and then on top of that, combining um, Saturn entering Aquarius. Oh, girl. Oh, damn. Shit's about to change. I love when you send me that. What's her name? The um, astro- Oh, Marin Altman. She is stupid hot. Yeah, she's insanely hot. And then also just has this baseless knowledge. Major energy of like, do not fuck with yes. me. Yes. Yeah. God, she, she's Don't waste my time. Phenomenal. Don't fuck with me. But I love when you send me her videos and you're like, <laughs> good luck coming your yeah, way. Yeah, prepare for this, my little Leo rising. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, oh, back to conspiracy theories. Yeah. Did I ever tell you I dated a conspiracy theorist? No. To what capacity? Is a 9-11 conspiracy theorist. <laughs> what did he think? It was an inside job? I, yeah. He was like, um, I remember when he told me too. we were sitting, we had already been dating for like six months and we were sitting in a bar and, like, waiting for our drinks to come. And I don't even remember how he brought it up. But essentially confessed to me. Maybe confession. It wasn't a confession. He, like, told me about... We were, like, joking about conspiracy theories or something. And then he said, like, that he's, like, a 9-11 conspiracy theorist. And I remember specifically, I was like, Liz... Do not react. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my face is very expressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really hard for me to keep a secret or hide how I'm feeling. Yep. Because my eyebrows just kind of like do their own thing. Move off of my head. <laughs> yeah. They do. They have a mind of their own. Anyways, I was just like, keep it still. <laughs> like, don't move. And I was just looking at him and I was like, oh, and then uh, he was like, do you, like, know anything about the My God. theories? And I was like, no, I have not looked into that. And then he was like, I was like, well, what do you specifically think about it? And he was like, I just don't think that, uh, what is it, gas can melt steel beams or something? I was just something. about to say that. Like, yeah. give me a, a whole entire the number plane one. went through a building. I... You know, Pete Carroll is a 9-11 truther. I don't know who that is. Oh, the Seahawks coach. Oh. You didn't? I don't know sports. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Go <laughs> <But> sports. <laughs> anyway, um, 
<laughs> it's fucking ridiculous because yeah. very, very intelligent people believe this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, so my brother is friends with this girl who's a flat earther and like Loki, I'm like, maybe she's like a flat earther for attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also when he was telling me about it, he was like, yeah, she's a flat earther. And I was like, how, how? And then he was like, these people who believe these kinds of conspiracy theories spend so much time like watching YouTube videos. So if you just challenge them that they've invested a bunch of time in researching Mm -hmm. this so they can like repeat all of this fucking things that they've watched on like YouTube or read about. And then you're sitting there like, okay, I don't have like some intense argument to make like you, but also I just believe science like <laughs> right i mean they'll watch all this stuff to just further confirm what they believe and then did you see the social dilemma have we talked about this mm, i haven't seen it so in there they talked about how like they talked about flat earthers specifically how they will like subscribe to groups specific to their belief and then like the facebook algorithm will see that and then they'll serve them more news articles mm. and ads that further confirm that so you get pulled into this echo chamber and you just will believe whatever you see because you have this like you have that going on where you're only seeing those things and then you have a confirmation bias of like your radar is already high so you're going to pay attention to these things popping up on your feed which is so fucking scary and Facebook knows that that's a problem because we're living in a post-truth era now because of ad dollars. That's it. Facebook Mm -hmm. has no incentive to change that because they're making money from it. That's how they keep people on the app and that's how they serve people ads that make them click and buy things and then people keep spending, advertisers keep spending money on Facebook. It's this perpetual cycle and Zuckerberg, I mean, he's been in court so much about this because like, the the way that they're using our data, I have no issue with them taking my data. I'm like, fucking have it. I'm not hiding anything. People are like, the government's watching me. And I'm like, nobody cares. The government is fucking bored with anything I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I really, I have nothing to hide I from the government. I am not a person of interest. But then I can understand how scary it is to have it be used in ways to keep us on apps like Facebook that mm-hmm. then gives people false information because the truth just does not matter anymore. And if you think about older generations, they grew up where everything they read was true. So they're not going to be like, you know, younger generations who grew up around social media reading like fucking spam emails. Like if you don't repost this. Yeah. If you don't send this email to 10 people. It's going to be a clown over your bed tonight. (laughs) A witch will sneak out of your mirror and eat your feet or something so bad for my parents to explain to me that that was all bs when i was a kid so scare listen, the hell out of me not real yeah that's not gonna happen like, but bloody mary is gonna yeah, oh climb God. out why, of my mirror why was bloody mary so influential to our generation i don't know how is that possible a delicious drink oh it so. is Oof. i'll drink a bloody mary any time of day mm-hmm. i'll order it at bars at like 9 p.m and they're like N- no it's like <laughs> a meal but it's like a vodka salad. Yeah. Oh, God, I love a vodka salad. I love when a Bloody Mary comes with a bunch of treats, too. Oh, my God, yes. With a bunch of snacks. <gasps> there are some places up. that'll serve, um, neither of us eat red meat, but no. um, they'll have little tiny hamburger sliders, mm-hmm. like, on skewers in the Bloody Mary. Phenomenal invention. That's the most American thing I've ever heard, and I love it. Uh, where I went to college, um, so on Fridays, they had something called Yard Jars, and it is that massive, like the really big mason jars full of whatever drink you want. So um, 
I remember when my parents came to visit me, uh, like my parents love Bloody Marys. Um, my dad is like a Bloody Mary connoisseur, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but we like, my mom ordered a Bloody Mary there and it came out in this big ass jar and it had like a strip of bacon, a slice of pepper jack cheese oh my God. and all, so fucking all of these like things popping out of it. So I took a picture of it and to this day it is my mom's contact photo. It's this Bloody Mary. <laughs> I love, I've seen that you've sent me a screenshot yeah. of the thing she said. I'm like, why the drink? You're like, what is that? That's so funny. It's, it's a... A Bloody Mary in a in a mason jar. Oh god, I um, love a Bloody Mary. But the the yard jars, I remember. I don't know. People get fucked up on those. Like, um, I remember one of my friends got it's a, a White Russian oh, in one of those, no. and I was just like, "You are out drinking a gallon of milk." Yep. That is disgusting. Think about that. <laughs> they taste so good though. But fuck, like that is not good on a stomach. I just don't like milk. It's um, half and half. But still, <laughs> they have half and half with soy milk now uh-huh. instead of... That's what I have. What? Yeah. I just found out about this like two weeks ago because we were doing, we were drinking my Russians. <laughs> <laughs> it's very exciting for me. Um, I am like, what would a white Russian be like with coconut milk? Ooh. I would fuck that up. Oh my God. That would be like a nice little... A little treat. A little smoothie. Yeah. A little, a little Kahlua vodka sl- smoothie. Vodka smoothie. Love that. We're um, just like combining vodka with out, like healthier things. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I've been drinking gin and kombucha that you're, a lot. It's my drink now. Yeah. I mean, it's you're refreshing. doing yourself a favor, if mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Really. I'm keeping my... Uh, Gut biome in check. Yeah. I mean, like, it would be a crime to not drink gin and kombucha, really. Um, (laughs) Have you ever had a Bloody Mary on an airplane? No. My dad used to drink them all the time, and so now I order them on airplanes. They hit different on airplanes. They're not good Bloody Marys, but if you you separate yourself from it being a Bloody Mary, it's very enjoyable. (laughs) Like, it's it hits different up 5,000 feet. I've definitely accidentally gotten a little drunk on an airplane. That's so easy to do because of the altitude. Yeah. We need to talk about... Okay, so someone emailed us. Oh my <laughs> I haven't actually read the whole email. It was long. <laughs> so a listener emailed us. Um, shout out to this listener. You're hilarious. Oh, we were dying. Uh, but she had told us a story about her coworker who sent her an unsolicited dick pic. Like her and another coworker. And was just, like, cracking a few jokes about it. But then she included the dick pic that this guy sent her. (laughs) And it wasn't, like, it was an attachment. It was just, like, copy-pasted at the bottom of the email. Chilling in the body of the email. Liz, There was no way to avoid seeing it. No. Liz texted me, and she was like, we got a dick pic in our inbox. And I thought I was going to have to open an attachment, and I was on my work computer. I was like, I'm about to get flagged. I know. You just (laughs) scrolled down a little bit, and it's, like, dick. Next. Oh, so tell the story, because I don't want to read it. Like, the story of the email? Uh Uh-huh. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but essentially i don't want to read the whole thing it's a long email yeah it's a long email but essentially uh her co-worker sent her this dick pic of like her his dick next to a, a tape measure mm-hmm. to show how big it was um but it was small right uh, i feel like it wasn't small it was like average I thought that the whole point of the thing... See, I obviously well, didn't read this closely enough. So, like, he kept, like, bragging to 
um, his coworkers that is about how big his dick was. And then sent her this picture. And then sent it to, like, another coworker. Oh, that was the thing. He was acting like it was above yeah. average and it was just, like, a normal-sized yeah. dick. And then uh, he was ruler. like, I'm sorry, please don't share it. And then she had shared it with everyone. Including us. Yeah, including us. <laughs> um, so... I so I mentioned this story to my boyfriend and then um I was like yeah he like I guess he put his like erect penis next to a ruler and then uh he was like he loves he was like oh well so how big is that in Liz measurement because um so when I got my two tattoos like there's one on each forearm and um, initially when I emailed my tattoo artist about like what I had in mind, cause they're my first tattoos. And, uh, I was like, I kind of want to stay around the size of like two inches. And then, um, when I was getting them, I said something about two inches and then she like didn't say anything. So I just assumed that they were two inches and there, I like said some, I was, so then I told my boyfriend like, yeah. They're, they're, they're just like two inches. And he was like, what? Show me your tattoos. And then I showed them to him and he was like, no, that is not two inches, Liz. No, that's like five or six. It's four. Okay. Because we measured them. Oh my God. That's so funny. Double what I thought it was. I just assumed it. Like she was like, she didn't say otherwise. So I just assumed that they were still two inches because that's what we talked about. And then he was like, have you ever heard why girls are bad at guessing how big something is it's because guys are always lying about <laughs> their size and i was like that's pretty fucking funny damn so anytime we're talking about the measurement of something he's like oh damn that's like really big for liz and she's that's so <laughs> funny that's really really funny yeah you get twice the size with me <laughs> because it's a selling point I that I just like can't. So it was a, it was one of her coworkers that sent the picture. Yeah, that's f- uber fucked up. Yeah. So then, um, they like her. I she also included like a story about how her and her coworkers were then like taking a tape measure around the office and like uh, measuring things. And they're like, oh, I thought it was bigger than that in front of him. <laughs> yes, that's hysterical. And then, um, apparently her boss was like, what are you? joking about and then they told her and then the boss was like haha that's funny serves him right but also her boss should fire him yeah i was just about to say because that. that's sexual harassment yeah an unsolicited dick pic is an hr violation i mean and technically the this listener also sent us an unsolicited dick pic that's true it was unsolicited to her and unsolicited to us part of me had a thought i was like what if this is actually just a man with like a shame kink and wants us to talk about how small his dick is. And guys, it's not small. It's just average. It's just average sized. Yeah. yeah, and there's nothing wrong with a small dick. Like No. It's not about the size of the boat, no. it's the motion of the ocean. It I am a small person and I appreciated the small dick I had one time. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I this didn't, is nice. I didn't realize that I, because I, I won't discriminate. I'm okay with a small dick, but I didn't realize how much I loved a big dick until recently. <laughs> it really, since I started hooking up with someone with like a large 
penis, I've realized how how I now crave that. <laughs> a dig bick. Yeah, a dig bick. I just didn't know before that it mattered. I mean, it still doesn't really, but it's nice. What would you say is like the biggest difference for you for, um, between a dig bick and, and a, an average and a, or yeah. small one? Salt dick. Wait, no. What am I looking for? How do you do dig Doll big? sick. Doll sick. <laughs> um, I actually don't really know. You know what? Now that I think about it, it might not be the dick. It might be the person attached to the dick. True. That's because what I was thinking too. it's the, the dig big that I'm talking about is just the best sex I've ever had, period. Mm-hmm. So it might not be the dick. But it is now what I am kind of, that's where my bar is set now. <laughs> Um, the, the biggest bick that I've had, uh, I got a bladder infection, so. (laughs) Holy shit. How big was it? Uh, it was very dark, so I didn't see it. I just felt it. Like, show me on your hands. Jesus Christ. Show me with your hands. Uh, Like, how how big big do you think it was? Um, like, at least the size of this. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. It hurt. That would, like, break through your cervix. Right? That's horrible. Yeah. I don't have fun. There's this, like, thing with, like, porn culture where, like, huge dicks are, like... No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. It was too big. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and then I remember he was like, are you okay? And I was like, this is just, like, the the biggest I've had. Have you seen Broad City at all? Um, Some episodes, yeah, but not the, a lot of it. I, I don't remember what season this is, but, like... Um, Alana brings this guy home. Uh, it's the basketball player, uh, Blake. Blake Griffin. Yeah. Oh, I have seen that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, he's naked. And then she just busts out hysterically laughing. And then he's like, oh, is something wrong? And she's like, no, I cannot physically take you. <laughs> and she's like, it's beautiful. But I will die. <laughs> I'm just like, I relate to that so much. I love Alana. I feel like a lot of the conversations that they have are very us. I think you yes. sent me a TikTok of them when with oh, the strap yeah. on. <laughs> I was like, that is exactly how a conversation would go. If I called you, like, I don't know what to do, you would have that reaction and vice versa. I would be freaking out. Yep. I would be twerking on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, okay. Let me mentally prepare you to fuck this guy with a strap on. You'd be like, no, no, no. I don't know if I want to do it. I'd be like, you're going to do it. You're doing it. You're going to fuck this guy with a strap on right now. We could be that person for each other. No, I saw that. I was like, it's just so perfect. It's just so perfect. That's how our interactions are. Yeah. We're them. They are us. Same, same, but different. Same, same, but different. Um, There was another topic that you wanted to... You probably wrote it down. I'm going to let you drive. We're going to talk about um, a listener sent us an email and asked us a question. And they said... um, uh, Should I just read the whole thing? Yeah. So they said... Hey guys, I just wanted to start this off by saying I absolutely love your podcast. Oh. Listening to it feels like I'm just chatting with my girlfriends and having a great time. I love that. Thank you. That's what the we want. It's mutual. Yeah. Uh, but I have a question. Amelia, I know you have an IUD and I've been thinking about getting one, so I won't have to worry about taking the pill. Uh, what's your opinion on it? Pros and cons? Was the procedure to get it placed painful? Thank you. Much love. That's a great question. Sent from my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
That's a really great question. So I'll caveat it with it's so different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Like some people have a great reaction like me. Like I have really haven't had any issues with my IUD, but then I know a lot of people that one of my best friends, she had a period for like three months and she was like ill and chalk white because it was just draining her of literally. Um, and I don't want to say that to scare you, but there's so many risks involved that just talk to your doctor about it. Um, and they'll be honest about it. Those risks are rare. I think that the people that go out of their way to post on like review websites, that would be one thing. Stay away from review websites because it's either people that have had amazing reactions or awful, awful reactions. Yeah. And some people might not even have it and they just want to like raise hell, you know? I would recommend, um, like maybe looking on Reddit. So I think it's also important mentioning that there's, um, two different kinds of IUDs. Mm -hmm. So there is the non-hormonal IUD, which is a copper IUD. Mm -hmm. And then there is the hormonal IUD and it like, um, has progesterone. Progesterone, I think is how you say it. I have no idea. And it's like a fake hormone basically. Mm -hmm. Um, but you can get one that is five years and that's like Mirena and things like Mirena. And then there are, right. Is it Mirena? Yeah. Yeah. So I had Skyla first, which is three years and And it's smaller. Yeah. Skyla. And then like a few other ones are like the three year ones and they are, they're tiny and they fucking hurt. And now they have, um, Kylina is the one that I have now, which is mm-hmm. as small as a Skyla and it's five years. So they're okay. starting to get more. They say that if you haven't had a baby to do something like a, a Skyla and a, and a Kylina, because you're just, your uterus is smaller. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just so many options. Just talk to your doctor. We're not, um, yeah. experts, of course. And I know that you're not asking for an expert advice, but just like my advice, I will, I suggest getting an IUD just based on my own experience, but Liz had a completely different experience with hers and she doesn't have it anymore because she didn't have a great time with it. No. Um, I have not had any issues. I've been really, really lucky. The only negative, the only con, which isn't really, I guess two only cons, which I said last week was I don't get a period anymore, <laughs> which sucks. <laughs> There's which, so many people listening who would be like, fuck yeah. yeah. I know. But it's like, fuck. I just, yeah, I just love that little the, reminder. Yeah. yeah. Confirmation. Like, oh, I don't have any reason to worry. Exactly. So I just don't get a period. Um, which is again, a positive for a lot of people, but for me, I need it because I have anxiety. And then, uh, sometimes when I'm cramping, I can feel the arms of it, which was like a little scary at first. I was like, and I've heard from some guys that they can hear, they can feel the strings on some girls IUDs mine coiled up so I thought that my IUD fell out for a while because I was checking for my strings and I couldn't feel them so I had yeah, to go to the doctor the strings is the weirdest part mm-hmm. where you're like feeling for them and you're like there's that little fishing wire yeah there's that thing that is inside of my body like that yeah. that is a bizarre feeling mine coiled up instantly for my first one and I was like it's gone like I I don't know where did my IUD go did my body swallow it did I poop it out like where is it it was there that just coiled up so mm-hmm. I guess my advice would be just like come with a lot of questions and ask all of them. And if you don't feel like your gynecologist is being patient with you through those questions, go somewhere else because there's a ton of amazing gynecologists that will answer all your questions. Because I only wanted to commit to the three-year one um, because I stupidly was like, I'm going to have kids by the time I'm 28. Oh, God. Bonk. That was stupid of me. <laughs> now I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> uh-uh. 
<laughs> what am I, a child bride? <laughs> Get out of here. Um, yeah, so uh, the, I had to remind her I was getting Skyla, which was fucking scary. She couldn't even remember which one I wanted. And then um, when she put it in, I almost passed out. It hurts like hell. Yeah. To uh, Advil before. <laughs> And I wouldn't have even known that if I didn't have friends telling me, like, mm-hmm. oh, you should take some Advil before you mm-hmm. go. And I even had another friend who was like, I have a really low pain tolerance, so I made sure I got, like, a legit painkiller yeah. prescribed to me before I went in. Yeah. It is not a good feeling. I'm not no. going to lie to you. It hurts getting it in. But then it's done. <laughs> you should ask if, like, they could apply, like, a local anesthetic to mm-hmm. to your cervix. Yeah. Like Novocaine for your vagina. It's like if you've ever gotten a pap smear done, it's like that for longer <laughs> and higher up. And worse. And wor- it's nothing like a pap smear. But it's, it's the same it's kind so of like quick. reaction. Right. That's it's the so thing. so quick. It goes by fast. Pap smears just make me uncomfortable. I fucking hate pap but smears. But the, the insertion of the IUD, it was so painful. And I, yeah, I was just like, I, <laughs> I remember I was like, fuck. And then she was like, are you okay? And I was like, I just need to lay here for a second. Like I was lightheaded. I almost didn't have, I had a friend drive me and I almost didn't do that. And then I went to work after. Holy shit. And I was just sitting there like, this was when I worked in retail too. I was like, no one fucking talked to that me. That fucking sucks. You have to be on your throw. feet. I'm an oh, idiot. Oh my God. Yeah. Ouch. Oh, but you didn't know. They no. had no way of knowing. They didn't tell me anything. It's awful. The pain like shot up my back and then I was bleeding like crazy for hours after. And Did I'm- you not get yours when you were on your period? No. Like, oh, okay. So here's another tip that the doctors might not tell you is you need to get it inserted while you're on your period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you're, yeah. It's just, it hurts less and it's easier to get up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will. I so I, maybe my Skyla they put it in during my period, but my I wasn't getting a period by the time I got my Kylina put in. Mm. So they were just like, well, it's kind of going going blind. But I had a new guy. I love my first gynecologist was phenomenal. I don't know where she went, but they placed me with this man um, to get my new one put in. And I was like, I don't want a man to do this. Like, no, fuck that. He is one of the best doctors I've ever had. Period. I, I love that. I, I, I love just recommended him to one of our friends, and she had a great experience with him too. Uh-huh. Yeah, she texted me. She was like, "Thank you so much. Like that, he's great, and he is. He's just really good at making you feel comforted, which I would have never have expected because, like, <laughs> that's kind of like a sensitive area. I'm like, I would like somebody with a vagina looking at my vagina, but he's fantastic, and it was virtually painless from like a process standpoint i have had two good gynecologists they are and that's it it's so important gynecologists are one of those professions you want to have a good doctor it's not like yeah you know i mean you always want to have good doctors but for something so sensitive like gynecology like you want somebody you can trust like I don't know. You just feel dismissed mm-hmm. like that guy that when you took the monostat or you did the monostat. And he yeah. Just like, and then he tried to convince me I had something else he wrong. He was being a salesman and that's fucked yeah. up. I like you don't need to sell me fear. Yeah. And like profit off of that. Well, so hopefully that was enough information for you to help you make a decision. Mm-hmm. Definitely do your research on what kind of IU do you want. And I would absolutely search on Reddit. Like even when you're doing your Google search, just put Reddit yeah. at the end of it. And then it'll show you a bunch of different threads. And don't let anything scare you because literally 
everyone is so different. Mm -hmm. Everyone's body is different. Everyone's like natural level of hormones are different. So you're not really going to know what works for you until you try it. A little tip that I've learned for myself recently is because I'm like a doom scroller with medication. Like I I held myself to not reading Prozac reviews before I started because I knew it was going to drive me away. You should look up, everybody should look up the reviews for a drug that you take often, like something super basic like Advil and see how many negative reviews there are because there are always going to be people that are just on there to scare people. So don't let the internet scare you away from things that are made to help you. Like these things are around to help you. And I mean, granted, like if men could get pregnant, these things would be so much easier (laughs) to, to deal with, which is the sad reality. But I've had a really great experience. I know a lot of people that have had really, really great experiences. I've had friends that have had an awful experience with the Nexplanon in the arm. Oh, yeah. And friends, so some of my friends, one of my friends got hers inserted and they put it too deep and the muscle grew around it and she had to get surgery to get it out. I know a few girls that went happened too. But then I have so many friends that it's been phenomenal. So it's really different person to person, which is not helpful advice, but just I think my bottom line would be just... Find a doctor you can trust and ask questions to. Oh, yes. Sex fact of the week. How we're now ending our episodes. Um, And this one's a short little tidbit. It is. It's fun. (laughs) I really hate that I just said that right before I actually read this. Say it. Semen is low in calories. There are 36 calories in a teaspoon, to be exact. How many, uh, does it say how many grams of protein? Um, it doesn't. Well, hold on. 36 calories is linked. Ooh, it links to a 13 Ooh. crucial facts about his penis. Should we do a bonus fact? Ooh, I have one other question. Yes. Um, <laughs> would I be able to log this into my fitness pal? Um, you my, should see. If I'm doing calories in, calorie out. That would actually be really funny if there was like a semen listing. <laughs> <laughs> my guy I, came after how much for of two it? Like <laughs> 10 teaspoons. <laughs> 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 I... He's been edging for a week because I just really need some extra protein. Yeah, I just gotta... I'm calorie loading. Everyone says there's a lot of protein in semen, so I'm wondering how much there actually is. Is there a lot, or is there more in, like, an almond or something? Well, let's check, actually. I'm going to... You know what? Instead of penis facts, we'll do that next week. Let's see... Semen facts. How much protein... I'm going to get such weird ads. How much protein is in... Well, it turns out this isn't a common search, y'all. I had to type out the whole thing. Okay. It, I, this means nothing to me. Um, healthline.com, I don't know how legit that is, but it says it found that the average protein concentration of semen is 5,040 milligrams per 100 milliliters. Since one ejaculation usually produces five milliliters of semen, we can say that the average amount of ejaculation contains around 252 mega- milligrams of protein. I need that to be compared to something else. Okay. Like how many protein, how many grams of protein is that in comparison to Let's see how much is in chicken. Cashew. How much protein, so 252 milligrams in. In some, a teaspoon. In the average amount of ejaculation. So okay. who, what is, even is average? Um, how much. Fellas. Protein in. How much do you come? In an egg. Let's see. In an egg. How much protein in an egg? Six grams. Six grams. But how many milligrams are in a gram? Is that a stupid question? hundred. How? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to get so much hate mail. How many milligrams in a gram? 
A thousand. A thousand. We're not going to, we're not out here trying to be mathematicians. And also we're in America where we just make things up and we're like, this is a fact. Right. So. We read it once. We have inches and yards and feet, you know, and acres and miles. Yeah. And we're the only country that does it. America. So we, (laughs) an egg, six grams. So 252 milligrams, which is what's in ejaculation. It's not that much at all. It's 0.252 grams. So if you've learned anything from this episode, it's not to get your your protein, your daily protein from cum. No. It's a nice little boost. It won't hurt. If you want to swallow, go for it. Yeah. But if you're like me and you have a thing about textures. I hate. I I can't do do semen and I can't do uh, poke. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Somebody, I don't even want, I don't want to say his nickname because I don't want him to know that I had an issue with it. He should know. He should know. Somebody, I don't want to say it though because I really don't want to start, I don't Don't, want to start drama. Don't say it. You can tell me after. I will. Um, I was giving head and he didn't warn me that he was about to come and then I was forced to swallow. I've never, I was talking to somebody about this. I was talking to my friend about this and he, uh, my male friend was like, is it? And he was like, no, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I always do warn girls before I come. Yeah. It's not, it's an unspoken rule. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking warn us. And he came and I, he, I, he didn't even give indication in his body language that he was about to come. So it was a really? full surprise. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Maybe it was a, a surprise for him. So I can't, that's why I don't want to say who it is because he might not have meant to, but fuck, it sucked. I've never not been warned. Ugh, it was, oh, it was the worst. We need the mental preparation. Oh my God. Just I don't know if you up. guys know this, but like cum doesn't really taste good. No, it sucks. And it's like the, the force of it coming out right away. It just like, oh my God, it shoots I hate it. to like the your back tonsils. Your, yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. I hate it so much. You just, so just need to know that it's happening. Just, yeah, I want to mentally prepare. Give me like a three second warning even. I have only swallowed twice. Hmm. They were probably 10 years between. Wow. It's really awful. Yeah. And the times I've done it, I've just been like so like turned on and into what's happening. Yes. Yep. That I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'll do it. Right. It depends on the circumstance. Yeah. I... I, well, I remember my ex would take it personally. And I when was you like, didn't, when you didn't swallow? Yeah. And I was like, it's not because I like, it, if it, if it went down easy peasy, sure. Yeah. Who cares? But oh. so I have a thing about textures. I, I just oh can't. My God. It's like making me nauseous to think about. I'm like, listen, I have to wear my socks inside out because the seams bother my toes. <sighs> I cannot swallow your cum because the texture of it reminds me of and the temperature cottage cheese warm cottage cheese oh god it's and it tastes like sour salt but it's fun when you do do it because it's like when you don't always do it it's like a fun little treat it's like it's your birthday i'll swallow (laughs) it's like a reward yeah like a nice little nice little you're like i like you so much that i'll swallow for you Uh uh-huh that is the highest accolade you can yes. get in my book. <laughs> my God, propose to me tomorrow. <laughs> if I'm swallowing your cum, I like you a lot. Yeah. I have was hooking up with someone consistently, and his cum tasted like old, stale French fries. Like, exactly like, like two-day-old McDonald's French fries. Exactly. It was the worst. <laughs> I'm like, what are you eating? Because it really is They're reflected. Eating. 
McDonald's french fries. Yeah, and it's just coming out. <laughs> just full french fries were just like shooting out of his dick. It was like a superpower. <laughs> french fry dick. But the caveat is they're two days old. Do you eat them? <laughs> the most disappointing superhero ever. He just french fry ejaculates dick. french fries. Like waiting for Batman and french fry dick comes flying down. <laughs> When you say French fry dick, you would assume just like small, limp, no greasy dick. No, he shoots full fries out of his dick. I was just thinking like the perfect like match for French fry dick would be like a woman who like squirts ketchup out of her tit. (laughs) Fuck yeah. They would be like one of those like those like we've got French fry dick and ketchup titties on the scene. They're to defeat the Green Goblin. Yes. Oh, so they partner up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was thinking like maybe they're like ooh, they hate each other. Yeah, but then they like fuck other. at the end. Yeah. yeah. There's like kind of like I do a, like that. This sounds like the beginning. If there are any like, I don't know, people that write like porn scripts, hit us up. We have some good. <laughs> <laughs> but you have you have to be um, you responsible do have about to, it. Yeah, you have to be responsible, be artistic, and also um, artistic. We would like at. L- <laughs> Artistic. We would like at least three percent. Three percent profits. Ten percent or no deal. Ten. Okay. They're gonna make a lot of money off of this movie. (laughs) French fry dick and ketchup titties. (laughs) I can hear the theme song now. Uh. Uh. Ketchup. (laughs) Let's call it ketchup dick and French fry titties. I'm already confused. French fry dick in my ketchup titty sauce. (laughs) I think that's a sign that we need to wrap it up. I'm feeling a little delirious. Yeah. Uh, Um, We're going to wrap it up, and you should wrap it up. Yeah, always wrap it up. Fellas. Unless you get tested and you're monogamous. Yeah, unless that's a mutual decision you both have made and you're actively comfortable with it. And you've you've communicated communicated a lot. And you've made sure that she's not just saying yes because she feels like she has to. Otherwise... Wrap it up if with it's not a, a Durex condom. Uh, Durex, please sponsor us. We will forever be trying to wear Durex down. Yeah. Maybe I'll email them later tonight. Yeah. Listen, they we don't talk even about know you every exist. Week. One day they will, and they'll be sorry. We're going to get a Trojan sponsorship, and they'll be sorry. I'm not a stan. <laughs> I'm not a stan, but I will stand Durex. Yeah. That is, I will go hard for Durex. I will, Same. Yo, go hard for Durex. <gasps> Wait, I, this is a new ad campaign. Go hard for Durex. <laughs> oh my god, Durex, you're missing out here. Yeah, I've never had a Durex condom break. First That's of all, actually high praise. Yeah, Trojans never had a Durex condom break, and um, I use Durex because I don't want to get pregnant, and I haven't. So look at that. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, and it's never made my like made me too dry. Wow. Yeah. And Trojans make me dry. Look at that. If Trojan hits us up in the future, we have to go back and delete this episode. <laughs> yeah. Or at least maybe maybe they can give me some lube. Yeah. Lube up your condoms a little bit it. more, Trojan. Durex, we love you, Bay. We love you, Bay. Thanks for the safe sex. We love you. Okay, okay anyway. Um, rate us on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it helps us a lot. We mm-hmm. want to do this Subscribe. You don't have to follow us if you don't want to, but we would like it if you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and then message us um your thoughts if you have questions or like you want to like tell us a story we would love to hear it we love hearing from you yeah we talk about y'all all all the time and we'll try and respond too it's just that we both have full-time jobs (laughs) we're doing our best but we really do love hearing from you we both have full-time full-time jobs and amelia also essentially has another full-time job (laughs) making content on tiktok yeah um amelia has merch that is inspired by her tiktoks so uh, uh what is it but I, it's linked everywhere on my link tree on my profile which is how people find the holy hour on instagram and tiktok oh. mm-hmm. um and yeah it's i just, just came out today your, so i'm hyped about put it put your merch in the holy hour link too should i should yes. i okay i'll do it for a little bit until we have our own merch <laughs> We can do both. Okay. Porky Nolo's dose. Yeah, true. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, now on that, that we're note, done though, jerking each other off. We should, you should tell us what you want to see. If we do get merch, what do you want to see? Just tell oh, us. Yeah, Slide into our yeah. DMs. Let us know. We want to make stuff that do you want to wear. Hats, you want crop tops? All of you have stickers. Tell us what you want. We will give it to you. We will make some slutty ass stickers for your hydro flask. <laughs> Slap that baby on your hydro flask. Let everyone know the slut that you are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Anyway. Love you so Love much. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening. Oh. <laughs> One day we'll harmonize. <laughs>